and welcome back to the Ox Unplugged, where you too can be a scientist if you use words with enough syllables. I am Crispy Crab. I am Mr. J. Whip. And and I cannot hear oh, closing straw. Oh God, we're, we're off to a good start. Uh, Ironic, considering our topic tonight. Would we like to wait for a bit, or do we want to um, just keep going? Um, I don't. Oh, uh, uh, oh. Oh no, the roboting is start writing away. I think this is what the void sounds like in uh, 40K. You hear me now. Yes. Yes, there we you can go. hear you better yes, this there time. There we go. It's something. <laughs> yep. Can you hear me yes. now? Yeah, there you he are is. totally fine now. It literally just went down. What the fuck? Yeah, perfect timing. Anyway, welcome to the boy that is known as Middle of, of Wyoming. Speaking of language issues, we're talking about techno babble tonight, ladies and gentlemen. AIs. AIs. I guess. What? No, no. No, no I. AIs just mean in. AIs are involved in techno babble. Sure, lots of things are involved in techno babble. You could say, yeah. all technology yeah. is. What te what type of technology, though? So you... okay, um, I think no one called an intro, but so I can just explain what techno babble is. Yeah, so techno babble is when someone it's in a it, I guess it's specifically sci-fi, although you do see it in other settings badly. Essentially, yeah. Okay, but it's yeah, it's when you have a fake science, so that way, say you want to be able to go faster than light, you need to either create a fundamentally different set of physics and figure out all the math and make sure it all works properly, or you just lie effectively. Yeah. Where you just say, yeah, you just go, oh, no, 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 it's 5.6 gigawatts or whatever the fuck they say in uh, Back it, to the Future, where it's, it, it's nonsense, it's but... It's pulling words out of your ass to make it sound plausible, yeah. So that way you don't deal with nerds like me being like, well, that's not how that works. It's an incomprehensible nonsense of buzzwords and esoteric yeah. terms combined with something that is vaguely technical and scientific to make something sound legit. And yeah, like and the just so you it's just basically so you can use something tip as you said typically in science fiction it's so that you can use language to more or less explain how something exists and why it's okay without having to explain anything of how it works yeah uh star trek is very well known for the techno babble like the king yes. of techno babble when it comes to shit mm -hmm. i would say that they do it better than in in my opinion, Star Trek does it better than any other setting. Well, because, well, if you want to go with the most popular settings, the ones I do know is Star Trek, Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor Who is another great example. Yeah, do you think because because Doctor Who actively refuses to techno babble to a certain degree? They, they just do. go no. <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no. They do fall on the tropes of certain ones. Like, it is it's perfectly known that Doctor Who, in multiple different series, will use the term reverse the polarity of the neutron oh. flow or something to that, that sense. They use that term. But at the same time, they also make fun of themselves 
by using technobabble that isn't technobabble, such as the famous. Yes, yeah, the famous expandable. It uses a wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Is what makes the TARDIS work. That's that's a yeah. quote. Um, but yeah, Doctor Who does occasionally fall onto that uh, fall into that oh, trope as well. So, not to say that it's bad. Oh no, it's there's a lot of stuff in it that's perfectly good because um because. By all accounts, um, Doctor Who isn't sci-fi. It's fantasy dressing up itself as sci-fi and not giving a shit. Like, oh, yeah. For example Let's... of how weird Doctor Who can get, um, the Time Lords expanded physics. Because that's possible. Yeah, they literally, they literally went, okay... Let's have more linear time. Uh, let's just patch out magic of the universe. Um, let's enforce a humanoid or time loranoid or bipedal form within the universe. So if you're a sentient species, you look you look like <laughs> a human being, which is you know. A, Very convenient for it's a human almost TV like show. their budget doesn't yeah, allow, especially especially one with a. Yeah, with a notoriously yeah. low budget. Yeah. So, so much so that there was a season, uh, I don't remember which one it was, um, where the Doctor was punished by, uh, by the Time Lords by grounding him on Earth so that all the adventures he had took place on Earth. No TARDIS, no time travel, no nothing. Mm, they just very conveniently did yeah. that. How convenient. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, Okay, as punishment, you'll return to Earth. Oh, okay, in the 21st century. Oh, no, without a... <laughs> without your TARDIS. What? This is outrageous. Only one time period? This is unfair. <laughs> like, what type of pleb am I to have only experienced time? Meanwhile, literally? the background for the set <laughs> is like MS Paint level. If we want to talk about bad, uh, bad uh, 3D effects and special effects in sci-fi, that's an episode in and of itself. We can oh, get we special just... effects all on its own, yeah. Technobabble. Oh, let, me, let me say, there's one word whenever I think of technobabble that I hear it over and over again that is a great example of technobabble. I know what quantum. you're going to say. Quantum, yep. Mm. Put the word quantum in front of anything and now you've got technobabble. Oh, yeah. You see that in commercials. It's, not, it's gone past techno babble. It's gone into reality. We have a quantum toilet. What the fuck does that even mean? Are you just shitting your, sending your shit in multiple realities? Quantum uh, isn't necessarily that. It's just smaller than that. You don't need atoms. to worry about it when you're shitting in another dimension. Right. You're, sh you're shitting in, a, in, in the, in the uh, fifth dimension. Yeah, it's... Because quantum means, like, on the quartz level, I guess. Yeah. There's an entire quantum realm it, in the I don't know. universe now. It sounds... <laughs> it, There's a speed dimension, too. Didn't they make a joke about that in Endgame? I don't know. Where Tony Stark is talking and explaining the whole quantum realm, or at least the thing... Or that, or maybe it was the Ant-Man movie, and, and I think Scott Lang even makes the joke and said, what, do you just put the word quantum in front of everything? Yeah. <laughs> So true, though. I'm pretty sure that's a joke in one of those movies. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, the, but that is true. Like you know, it's the then they do it in everything. 
um, even Star Trek, eventually, when Void- Voyager had the quantum torpedoes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did. So, it's just like, literally, that is the go-to. That is the, that's the low-hanging fruit. You know, how do we explain this? I don't know. Put the word quantum in there. It really is, yeah. It's the, it's the quantum infinity drive. I don't know. So, we're being a bit dismissive of Technobabble. I'm going to make it a bit positive. Because you do need fucking techno babble in order to make a goddamn oh, sci-fi show work, it's, right? You do. You, you do. It's fundamentally like required. inertial dampeners yes. or gravity plating and things. Those are necessary. Because yeah. Because if you wanted to make right. a sci-fi setting realistic, it would be a pain in the ass half the time unless you have the proper budget for it. And even then, there's things that are just not really feasible or interesting to the plot yeah. of the show. It's not well, interesting oh. if you just say, okay, we're going to nuke them. Yeah. Or it would be incredibly primitive like if we if we did with explainable understandable existing technology that we know what it is and how it works and we can show how it works and represent that on screen if we were to try to make star trek with that it would be so primitive and so boring because we couldn't go anywhere and our ships would be falling apart absolutely so you yeah you you, you, you need that te- need yeah yeah you need the techno babble to as as my wife says to me often whenever i start poking holes in shit that we're watching she's just she looks at me and says baby suspend disbelief suspend the disbelief and that's what techno babble allows you to do it allows you to just roll with it just okay in so character this, yeah yeah an in-character view of it, the world of saying like no the everyone in the show believes that this is true Nano machines do X, but they don't do machines, Y. Son. And that's important. Yeah. yeah. And if it's done well, and again, I think Star Trek, more than any other setting, I think does it better in using just enough understandableness to, to put, put forward some form of technobabble that makes enough sense that like your brains can recognize like I know that word and I know what that word means so those two combined seem to make that seem to be that this would be something that would work and be exist and I can go with that and it's it's so like I I can't stress enough you don't want a realistic sci-fi show it's very sad someone shoots a gun and then everyone dies I mean yeah, maybe. Realism is overrated. If Doom has taught us anything, it's more fun to be off the wall. It's also mm-hmm. important to so so especially in sci-fi, it's it's almost mandatory if you want to tell a story about something in particular. So the uh, book series and TV show for good first season. Um, oh my god, I forgot the name that I was that I'm thinking of. Uh, everyone has stacks, and you can download and transfer those stacks about to other Altered people. Carbon? Altered Carbon, yes. Mm. Um, and you need that in order to tell the story of like, hey, my person, my grandmother was in cold storage because she doesn't have enough life. Like, not enough money in her. So, we just like occasionally bring her out onto this random body, and you can have that fun uh, interaction of what is human? Who are you? Are you your are you your body, or what is the relationship there? And you need that in order to have that. You have to have stacks. You have to have a digitized brain, which requires some amount of techno babble. 
Yeah. And it's a really fun conversation. Besides, the, there's, there's stuff when it comes to science and things that we don't have a concrete way of how it works. We just have to explain it, you know? Is FTL travel possible? Maybe. Do we know how to do it now? No. So you have to kind of come up with a way of explaining it in a way that makes sense, you know? Yeah, plus um, certain things like, oh, Sandy Peterson explained this the other day. I believe he called it male explanation, either M-A-L-E or M-A-I-L, where it's, where, like, scientists don't know everything. That's one of the biggest lies in modern day is that, oh, the scientists must know, have all the answers. No. That's why they're scientists. They're trying to find the answers. For example, engineers do though. <laughs> you're a liar, and I yeah. don't respect you anymore. I don't think I've ever respected you, but sure shit, not now. Wow. Anyway, and explain wow. that that scientists said, "Oh, there's no poisonous spiders in America." Okay, black widows are the only poisonous spiders in America. Okay, the brown recluse and the and the and the um black widow are the only poisonous spider there's in America. Okay, I mean, they keep just extending out the explanation because they don't have the time or money or give a shit to go to every spider species they can find in America and then test them for poison. That's like, how much money would that even cost? Yeah. People can well actually until the cows come home, but at a certain point it's just like, just tell the fucking story. You get so lost into well actually yeah. and explaining of everything, it just takes away from the story. Yeah. Well, anytime you're talking about you know, the, the bleeding edge of science, they're coming up with terms, they're exploring things that either aren't understood, aren't understood, or haven't been discovered, or haven't been explained. And so they're coming up with terms that technically are technobabble until we truly do understand everything, until we do can explain why something works. Um, there's terms that don't mean anything until then. So it's somewhat a, okay. There isn't a linguistics thing that I I'm kind of obsessed with a little bit, which is the idea of making up words. And one thing that English does is we are very good at borrowing words. We take a bunch of different ideas, but you do see it fail a lot of times with technology stuff, and that's always fun to me. For example, homepage, the homepage for your Windows for your uh, your browser. That's a mixture of home and page, completely unrelated to where does your browser go when it boots up. So how, you do naturally evolve technobabble in the in nonsense words, and you just mush them together, and then you go, there we go. Uh, this now is a thing. Um, also, another thing that I'm like, I know I have a feeling of where. Technobabble is going to be going next after Quantum, though. And that's a... I think it's going to be Kirkendall. Like, I think we're going to see Void a lot. I don't know. I've got that feeling. Mm. I mean, you definitely see that in Warhammer 40k. Yeah. Um, void chip, Void gun, Void... Yeah. Drives, blah, blah, blah. 
I do see that. Like, you the see that. Quantum a... Nano Void Drive. Void so there's, um, there is another thing with solder where it's a Kirkendall Void, where the solder just has like little uh, gaps inside of it. I just fucking love that name, the Kirkendall Voids. What the fuck that sounds that like a like an evil realm that you would like yeah. uh, banish criminals to. It really does. I love that name. Mm. And then when you're talking to someone, you're like, oh, what's the percentage void on this <laughs> joint, on the solder joint? And it's like, that's a really fucking, oh, it sounds so good. I love yeah. it. So it's kind of like a pseudo techno babble, even though it is. It... It's, it's a real thing. You can look it up. Like I can it show you yeah. x-rays of, of solder uh, joints. Huh. Yeah. But it just sounds so good. Because well, the whole thing with Technobabble, as you guys said, is, in fact, look, we don't give a shit about the science. Here's a made-up word. Enjoy it. Fuck off. Since you brought that up, Straw. Yes. Star Trek, the, the, the good writers in Star Trek do try to find ways when fans start poking holes in stuff in the setting, we'll come up with methods and means to try to close those loops. And one of the big ones that they came up with in Star Trek The Next Generation was a lot of people started uh, poking holes in the transporter, saying that, you know, it breaks fundamental laws of physics. It breaks the... Um, very specific rules and the main one of the ones they pointed to was the uh one uh do or sorry i don't know what it's called but i do know that it was that it is a rule created by werner heisenberg which i believe and i'm sure i'm going to screw this up but i'm going to do my best essentially i think he postulated that we can know what an atom is doing or where it is, but we can't know both of those things at the same time. Uh -huh. And in order for the transporter to work, you have to both know where an atom is and what it's doing. So the transporter, as presented in the original series, broke that you know, principle of physics. So in The Next Generation... At one point, they explained while working on the transporter that they were having to make adjustments to the Heisenberg compensator mm -hmm. so that they literally built in, and, and they reference it in multiple episodes, that there is That's now a fun. that there is a part of the transporter that compensates for Heisenberg's theorem in order yeah. to the, for to to be able to know where the atoms are and both what they're doing. And that my, is my personal favorite techno babble. They don't explain how. They just say, yeah, well, this, this is the thing that does that. So, yeah. Don't worry about it. I'll do That's really fun. I really like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's also a... Um, well, I need a tangent. Ding! Um... I have, do have to point out that with the English language, as you talked about how the English use a lot of different words like burrito and all that pretty willy-nilly and just accept other people's words without no, much No, that's not possible. The English language is so nice and organized. And... No, it's not. Mm -hmm. 
If you That's fucking the joke. liar, you sarcastic bitch. I know, but fuck you. I'm just you must understand. You must understand that the English language is three languages butchered apart, Frankenstein together, and then wa walk around I'm in a well trench aware. coat. Yeah, because the English language came from English, Saxon, and well, I think Saxon and French. Uh, a little bit of everything else. Yeah, and now we do have Spanish words. We do. We have lots of loan words very happily compared yeah. to, I don't know, French, which is very upset at the idea of loan words and are very uh, angry at them. Or the German, in which everything sounds like Ubenschnuven. Sacks on these nuts. Yep. All right. We're going to get some letters. Oh, on this, this is the episode <laughs> we're going to get letters on. Not, yeah, not Certainly not crispy <laughs> Certainly not any of the other ones that we've done. Yes, because we're a bunch of jackass pseudo intellectuals who have who act like we know what we're doing. Me but we like don't. a moron. Just wait for someone to be like, <laughs> okay, pulling it back, pulling it back, pulling it back. So, yeah. um, uh, let's see. How do you make a good techno babble? What steps do you take in order to go from an eh to a no, no, no? This is real. I really appreciate it. The Star Trek versus Star Wars level of techno babble. Star Wars. Star Wars is just lazy. They refuse to yeah. techno babble. Right. I mean, they, they, Star Wars will throw words out there every now and then, but they don't make any sense. And, and I'll give you a good example. Like where Star Trek, I think they really try to use some scientific advisors to some level to try to, in some nebulous way, give us some techno babble that doesn't contradict anything, but doesn't actually necessarily prove anything, but also sounds believable. Star Wars doesn't care. And I'll give you the perfect example. In The Empire Strikes Back, they escape Hoth. And they're on the Millennium Falcon, you know, our, our little group of intrepid heroes. But the hyperdrive isn't working, so they can't get away. So Han is, you know, in the bowels of the Millennium Falcon, feverishly working on something, I don't know. And he tells Chewie to hand him a tool. Do you remember what he, what he tells him Just to hand banner? him? Absolutely not. Hand me the yeah. hydro spanner. Now let's break that word down just a minute. Oh, I'm so hydro. glad you brought this up. What is hydro? Water. Hydro is water. Spanner. What is right. a span? Oh. It's a bridge. It's literally he's asking him for a bridge. Now, they have taken this term and just adopted it, even though it makes no goddamn sense, throughout all of Star Wars, and I love Star Wars, that yeah. it just refers to... A hydro spanner is literally just a type of common hand tool used as an all-purpose socket wrench and bit driver. That's what, but it doesn't make any goddamn sense. They just threw two words together to describe a tool without giving it any thought it's a whatsoever. Water it, basically, yeah. Whereas, again, In Star theory, Trek, you would have a you could have a hydraulic to grip it to really like uh, break something possibly, but it's not. 
that's not good. Mm-hmm. It again, it doesn't make any sense. It's just two words thrown together that don't really have any basis in what you're trying to s- explain. Whereas, again, in Star Trek, like I said, with the Heisenberg Compensator, with uh, any number of other things, they at least there seems to be some for subspace anomalies. Everything in Star Wars is a subspace anomaly. What is subspace? I don't fucking know, but it it's sounds like a thing. The, it's what you send the communications through. It's the layer of the submarine yes. sandwiches. Yes. Yes, we have subspace communication. Yeah. We have subspace disruptions. We have subspace anomalies. We have subspace... Okay, what the fuck is a warp yeah. bubble? I don't know, but that's what they create in order to move through, uh, sp- through space at warp. But it, it, it kind of, in a way, makes sense. It's the difference of... Okay, when an engineer is talking about a very complicated thing, they throw out a lot of terms. Like, that's what we do, because it's, it's shorthand for extremely complicated stuff. And so, you, you, there's a, still a fundamental understanding of, oh, no, 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 no. This is what subspace is. It's like a different layer of space that we just happen to have. And then if you do this thing, this thing, this thing, it works. Uh, but you do need the, the, intel, like the educational backing to be like, no, 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 no. I know what I'm talking about. Don't worry. Otherwise, you turn into the like, oh, it's, it's a 20 parsecs that I won that race in. That's not what that word means. Yeah, Less than like, 12. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Less than 12 <laughs> parsecs. That parsecs is 3.14, I believe, light years. Well, it depends on the source. In some parts of the expanded <laughs> universe, they say parsecs is a measure of time versus distance. Why? Different writers. No, no, no. It's, it's the backwards uh, um, argument the entire time of like, no, no, no. It's true because they said it in the movie. Like let's like it's backwards have backwards acronyms. When you do yeah. that, you're like, I want to make this this uh, group have a, an acronym that says evil. Great. How do we do this? So you come up with four letters that yeah. acronym out to evil. Kinda, I get you. Kind of work. Yeah. That that's what I'm saying. That the parsecs happened as well. They're like, uh, okay, it's this thing in this context. I don't know. I I think what you're what you're I'm gonna try to dumb down. <laughs> I think what you were just saying, Mister J, before we tangented for a second on parsecs. When you have something techno techno technical, be it from a scientist, an engineer, whatever, you got a smart person, and they're trying to give you an explanation to me, a smooth brain individual such as myself who doesn't understand big concepts. You use words that we can understand. That gives us concept, and that I think is what techno babble is. If they wanted to, if if you have a really good writer who has good scientific understanding of theory and and, and or even someone with a good engineering explanation, they could come up with this long-winded, deeply worded explanation of what something is, or you just call it a but 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 and it doesn't give you any sense of what it is. But by using techno babble, it's kind of like a shorthand. That where people can get the gist of what something does doesn't explain how, but at least we get the gist of it and it makes sense so we can go with it. Mm-hmm. Enough people have gleaned something from science class where a word will click where it's like, oh, I kind of get what they're saying. 
It's the language of science without the science. Without, without the numbers yeah. that make people cringe. Yeah. I mean, by all accounts, um, what's the word? All words are made up. Not on a t-shirt. Yes, but all words have meanings. Yeah, they mm -hmm. have roots to their meanings, while some techno babble have, you know, pseudo meanings, but most of the damn time, it's just don't worry about yeah. it. Like you said, just there to sound good. I I will say I do get annoyed when uh, I see a piece of media where they're techno babbling, and I know they're just fucking wrong, like. That's not why. That's not the phrase you would do for that. So I'm like, if you just ask an engineer or like a scientist to like, can you just make a shield sound good? And then they just be like, all right, do this, this, and this. And you just pay them like fifty bucks as like um, as a writer's fee. Oh, it's so much better. It just requires the like, no, no, no. Just just get someone to actually tell you what they mean. It's so much easier. It's a shorthand. Yeah. Yeah. Just just actually spend the time to be like, hey, how do I do this? It, it, it makes all the difference in the world to me, at least. And someone explained to me why in Star Trek the answer to just about anything is using a concentrated uh, tachyon burst. I was just thinking of tachyons. You wanted me to look up what a tachyon is. Time. I um, think... I'm pretty sure a tachyon is a theoretical particle that can travel both forward and backwards in time. No. So, okay. Um, At least that's what Star Trek taught me. Yeah. Star, Star Trek teaches, like, it's very strange. So, okay. I did look into this for a half second, and you got scared. So I'll explain it again. Um, tachyons are a theoretical particle that... If you have imaginary mass, as in the imaginary number, square root of negative one, all of the math of how things move uh, still works out. It actually still just uh, works totally normal. That is what a tachyon is. Hey, Tink. She was just on my lap and happy. So it's a particle with negative, a theoretical particle of negative mass. No, not negative. Imaginary. Imaginary is very different Take from negative. a theoretical particle of okay. negative mass. Yeah, so you can <laughs> negative, yeah, so the idea is you go, well, we have no reason why this would exist, no evidence that it could potentially have existed ever anywhere, but, hey, look, if I do this, it works. It's The, the same math thing. says it could yes, exist. the math says, no, 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 not that it could exist, that, hey, if I, it's equivalent to saying hey, if I hack into my game and I install this thing, it's really funny. But, like, it's not real. There's nothing that shows anything that it's real. Tachyon net. Okay. Yeah, so, so, so... So someone just theorized a particle yes. that said, alright, this doesn't exist. If it shouldn't exist. It couldn't exist. But the math says if it did... It, but if if but it did. If it did, it, it wouldn't it change this. anything. It'd be fine. Uh, the world would still exist, but you can get these particles that break causality, and they can go through time in weird ways. So, is that, is that is tachyon a legit thing, or is tachyon itself just technobabble? It is a real thing. Uh, the Wikipedia page of it is a real particle. Like they're not like it is a 
real thing that people have looked into previously. Okay. And then there were, and then what happens is Star Trek looked at it and said, "What if it was real?" Which, according to Isaac Asimov, is the nature of sci-fi. It is looking at the world and saying, "So imagine a world, but this is a tachyon particle is saying, imagine physics, but in that going from there." Okay. Hmm. Which, in Star Trek, tachyon just means time particles. To do time yeah, things. They, they, yeah, yeah. It, it allow, it, it's a lazy way of the, allowing them to do time stuff. Yeah. Okay. We don't want, I don't want to use the term lazy. Let's just say it's a, a writer's crutch to allow them to do. Yeah. No, it's not stuff. lazy. It's, it's a, it is a real thing, but like they're not using it in w- the real way that a tachyon would, if, if it existed, it could do this. But they're like, no, no, no. It, it's a time thing. So they have fun. I I am not giving any shit over it. No, I'm I'm not. I'm just I'm interested to know where it came from because I I just always associate it with Star Trek and time stuff. And now I think I want to say it's spilled out into other things. Um, speaking of techno babble, are you guys familiar with the concept of the lost continent of Lemuria? Fucking. Fucking Lemuria, Moo, goddamn Atlantis! Where the name of that came from? Yes, lemurs. Where, where a literal New Age hippie group who are just so tired of living in the twenty first century believe that a race of four armed humanoids, four armed Herndaphorite humanoids, lived on Lemuria was this world-spanning empire, and everything was A-OK and peaceful until they disappeared. Yeah. And that was the... And with Lemuria, that was a better acceptable, generally acceptable concept than fucking goddamn continents moving. You mentioned Atlantis. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to go down it because it's a tangent to end all tangents. <laughs> but uh, if you, I'm willing to. I'm fist, sorry. No, go on. Just I may have to fist fight you over this, depending on what you oh, say. That is a long drive, sir. But anyhow, um, I am posh. Let's not get into. But we need to come back to Atlantis one day, or yeah. or theoretical things like that, because I think that there is some truth to the myth, but not, but not the myth as presented by Plato. Yes. Because, it was Plato, right? Yeah, uh, maybe. Because I do know it was a either Plato himself or one of his teachers or just some guy was using this as a moral myth. I think it's more than that. Well, ish, because you got to remember, Plato put in a lot of stuff like it's roughly, for example, the way he described it, it should be roughly the size of Texas. Um, well, he described it but as... That's based also, too, on the interpretation of or the uh, translation. But again, this isn't this isn't the Atlantis cast. I'm just you just you brought it up and just say that let's. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll tangent on that yeah, another oh god, episode. Forget Sorry. Into Atlantis. That's going to be a whole Next other. Week. Oh god. Yeah. Next no. week. 
We need to do our. We need to do an Atlantis episode. We'll pin that down the road. Next, back, back to techno babble. Yep. Um, I have actually found a techno babble generator on. Oh my god! Would Would you like to hear some of the techno babble sentences that has come up with? If I could kiss you and hug you, I would now. I thought you were going to fight me, but never, never. Hey, it's, it's a, we also, have a complicated relationship. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just doesn't respect you. Oh, right. That's it. All right. All right. Techno Babble Generator. I'm detecting a slight field variance in the ion charge portal drive. Okay. I, I, we should make this a game. Mm-hmm. We, Haleon gives the Techno Babble, and we have to give it meaning. Oh, yes. I like uh, this. Yes. So, Hit me with it again. All right, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna give you a different one. Okay. There's an antimatter particle trace in the front phaser stabilizer. Okay. Uh, they've detected uh, antimatter in their engine system, which probably does not sound. Good. Which is clearly a sabotage, yeah. right? You don't want antimatter there. That's a dangerous thing, full of dangerous stuff. Um. The they had they have antimatter guns, but there's residue left over inside the barrel. And well, inside the compensator or barrel or thing that makes sure the gun doesn't go boom. Okay. Those are yeah, I'm going with sabotage. I think sabotage is a fun thing. Um okay. I would like to also, Haleon, do you mind pasting it into chat so that way I can ruminate on it th- more? Oh, the uh, just that one? Uh, just went the next one, because I okay. think we've all got a fun idea. Okay. All right, let's see. Um, we should depolarize the backup charge shift scoop. Depolarize backup charge scoop. <laughs> We should depolarize. So, okay, like so polar- polarization of a battery. So, okay, I have an idea. So, you don't. Uh, I'm thinking they're scooping up some sort of like material that's incredibly electrically charged. So, if you depolarize the like the shovel as you put it in, you can scoop up more, so that way they don't just fly everywhere. So, I think okay. that's what they're doing there. That. Or that, or um, something to do with like mining or something. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. As you're scooping out a whole bunch of stuff, suddenly it just gets more and more polarized yeah. over time. All right. Sounds about right. Next. They need to realign the hypersensitive charge control circuit. Oh, just. Oh, just do maintenance on a, um, on a, oh, what's the word? On a technical readout, so it doesn't, you know, die. <laughs> yeah, so that way you could aim better, basically. Yes. Um, but it's hypersensitive. Yeah, hypersensitive is a, hyper is a very fun word. I do like the, like that. 
there's an anomalous power spike in the xenon quantum propeller bracket. <laughs> what? Propeller? It, it, it's, it sounds like oh. they, that one definitely sounds like they're having some mm. kind of engine trouble. Yeah, it's an engine trouble. But okay. Oh, I know what this is. Okay. This is when they go back in time to win a propeller race, like a plane oh. race. And then they just like jam a bunch of it's, fucking science into it. It's, it's one of those episodes of like Star Trek where they go back in time. Yeah, and they're just like, let's just make this buddy puppy go Mach 30. Whee! And they just launch. Oh my god. When this thing goes to 85 miles an hour, you'll see some serious shit. <laughs> they're like, well, we we need to start like mining the atmosphere for for xenon. Quick! The Fucking quick! The space gas is leaking in. Everyone, put on your goggles. <laughs> Don't breathe it in. You'll die in, of cancer in three years. You notice nanowave frequency shift in the zinc containment gel core. You need to reroute energy to the Whoa. pulse generator. Whoa. Okay. A lot of unpack there. Yes. So nanowaves are a real thing. Well, no, they're not, but almost the real sun. <laughs> they get faster <laughs> as they respond to physical violence. Uh, frequency shifting is also a very fun technical thing. Um, not enough people use microwave technology. I use microwave technology every day. I use microwaves every day. Yeah. Very, that counts very as, different. Doesn't that count as maser? Maser? I mean, Maser. It's, um... Say it ain't like, so. Well, Maser, from what I understand, is like using microwaves as a gun. Oh. I often shoot microwaves just Like, literally the microwave oven. I mean, I've seen... I mean, I've seen there was a, um... Like a pseudo-Maser gun that the military used to try and um, disrupt protests, it's like getting hit in the face with really hot air. Ah, uh, the Dutch yeah. oven. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the military would be very happy describing their fancy gun as a Dutch oven. Yeah, I'm sure they spent all the monies Absolutely. on Absolutely. Yes. Anyway, so, um, so, what was it? You notice nanowave frequency shift in the zinc containment gel core. We need to reout the energy to the pulse generator. What? what the fuck does that even mean? So, okay, something's going wrong inside of the gel core, right? Zinc! Yes. Zel gel yes. Core. Yeah, the, the gel core has a zinc thing inside of it. So, zinc, something zinc is going gel. wrong with the gel core. And you notice, in it's you can tell that it's going wrong because of the frequency shift inside of there. So there's some sort of in, inherent, like high frequency, uh, actually low frequency, depending on how you look at it. But eh, um, inside Ultra of the frequency. inside of there. And so if you adjust the pulse generator, which I guess you could see, depending on how fast the frequency of the pulse generator is, you could say that it's an oscilloscope and um, an oscillating uh, frequency. So if you just Adjust the uh, the frequency going into it. You can adjust the outside. 
Oh god, I can just I for yeah, no, that's actual tech that's real life techno babble. It's like real life lore oh, is so history. <laughs> real life sci-fi to real science. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. be honest, Mr. J, about a third of anything you say comes off to me as techno babble. <laughs> just a third? I was gonna say half. Oh, I mean, there. I recognize most of the words. These, I can tell these are words, maybe. <laughs> it's English. Maybe. We've determined English. English. Yeah. All right. Let me throw this one at you. The Teflon bipolar is offline. You should eject the neo-quantum converter. Oh. <laughs> neo-quantum. We have new quantum. Old quantum was what? too Teflon bad. what? <laughs> The Teflon bipolar is offline. Okay, so what's so something that like they deleted System Thirty Two on their computer essentially, and they're trying to eject the the hard drive to reformat it. I don't fucking know. That's some crazy ass shit. Polytetrafluorinthinol. What the what? It's shit that you put on fucking. Yeah, you can put it on pants. Pants. Yeah, it makes I it super smooth. You see a lot of industrial I'm products. Just like, yeah, everything else with that sentence was just like <laughs> what? Fluoropolymer and tetrafluorothine. Tetra. No, tetrafluorothylene. Isn't that what gave all the kids flippers in the sixties? <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was thalidomide. Uh, fluorocarbon. Jesus, fuck. I should have... I am hitting, getting hit with so much regret right now. I should have gone with chemistry as soon as I learned that I liked it instead of sticking with that fucking English degree. I didn't even get the English degree. I flunked out of college. Ugh. Goddamn. Get real. Ugh. I don't know. I got an A in chemistry, and that was my highest grade ever in, in college. Anyway, my highest grade was swimming. Huh? Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a legit good swimmer. Anyway, that we're getting off topic. Would have, even I, would, further. I would have thought the beard would give you you know resistance. No, I'm so fucking skinny. I can. Uh, I am a fish. I, I in feel water. like that whole really? shaving yourself through oh, yeah. more aerodynamics just like a little overrated as to something that's going to help. It's. Why? When you're that competitive, fractions matter, I, right? I, yeah, you're a, yeah when you're better. talking Olympic trials, yeah. Anything to give yourself an advantage. Mm. Although a fresh, a completely sh uh, shorn Mr. J, I don't even want to I don't either. That. So back to uh, Techno Battle. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let me hit you with this one. Okay. The, pl the plasma gamma wave is offline. Don't forget to detach the Graviton FTL recorder. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. That's easy. That's easy. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So plasma. Um. So lasing material can actually be plasma. You can create lasers from CO two by just getting it real mm -hmm. bright. Um. So you can use plasma to generate light, which gamma waves are light, right? Right. So. Yeah, okay, the, the gamma wave generator is offline. Cool. What do we do to fix it? Well, uh, something's gone bad, so we need to head out. So you detach the flight recorder. 
which is uh, reading the gravitons in the universe. So you're measuring your exact position through the, the FTL recorder. Easy. Easy. How many steps? How, why would you detach your graviton FTL recorder because the plasma gamma wave is offline? Why would any why? of that? Well, let's assume that, so assume that the plasma uh, wave, the, plas, the plasma gamma wave generator is what you're using to move the ship. Like, let's say that that's the, the actual FTL mover. So if you, when you're use, entering FTL, potentially, gravity's pretty fucky. We, fucky. So fucky. you want, yeah. So you just, you, in order to record that, yeah, you do that. You do it that way. You just, you save it. And then if you save it, it's in a recorder. That's easy. Easy. It's just that simple, folks. Sure, yeah. There you go. Nice and I I don't know why people have problems with these sort of things. Yeah, no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Simple. All right. So I'm going to try a different Technobabble. This one is specifically geared towards Star Trek. And what it does is... Wait, these were no, these those were just generic techno babbles. This one is specifically to deal with Star Trek techno babble. So it proposes a question: computer, comma, what's wrong? And it gives us techno babble. And then it's it, the next le- step is tell me how to fix it. And then we have the techno babble solution. So let's see if you can come up with the solution to this issue. The linear algorithm is down. The time calculator. The time calculator is down be because it's the fucking stopwatch. It's a literal, the calendar's all wrong because it can't tell us the future. Reroute through secondary coronal systems. Close. Just restart it. Have you tried turning off? Have you tried turning on and off the <laughs> Have you tried changing nothing and then recompiling it? Sometimes that fixes it. Oh, <laughs> it's interesting that you should say that because according to the computer, Mr. J, the answer is to align the focusing recorders with level two auto comp- com- compositors. Ooh, yeah, no, it's literally just have you turned it off and on again? <laughs> <laughs> Aligning is such a very fun thing. Uh, no one knows what it does, but hey, maybe it'll fix the problem. It's literally, have you tried turning it on and off again? <laughs> yeah. Let's see what you do to solve this issue. There's a failure in the deuterium hollow suite. Can you just refill it? Just flush it and refill it then? Because deuterium yeah. is just a power source, De- and De- a hollow De- suite is just consumes power. Deuterium? That's just a... What is that? It's power. In Star Trek? Yeah, it's just a power source. Deuterium. Oh, okay. Um, I heard of it. I wasn't sure what it was. Let's see. Deuterium. Deuterium. Deuterium oxide? Yeah. Yeah, that's just the... um, uh... Hydrogen negative two. Yeah, yeah. It's it's H2. Um, It's the... uh, It's an isotope of hydrogen. Yeah. So I believe it can generate more superpower. So if there's a failure in it, yeah, just just flush it and put some more in. It's like if your gas tank is suddenly like acting just really bad it. and you just 
Yeah, you just flush out the gas and then you get put more gas in. I don't. I don't think the computer suggested that. Um, the uh, the computer's suggestion of how to to solve the failure in the deuterium hollow suite is the Mark Twelve cannon banks. Shoot it! Please do not shoot your hollow suite with fucking guns. That's like Elvis taking out the, his gun and shooting the TV. Is this a fucking American AI? It says, "Hmm, <laughs> just shoot the problem. I'm sure it'll fix it." There's been so many Star Trek episodes where it's like, oh no, the hollow suites are acting completely out. We just need to shut it down. Dun, 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 dun. Or <laughs> let's go in there and turn off all the safeties and solve it from the inside. Dun, dun, dun. What, if, what if we use the candy what? banks to just blow it the fuck up? Well, that's literally what's, what Picard did in First Contact was went into the hollow suite, turned off the safeties, and used his Thompson to, to gun down the board. the avatar of the AI, Curtis LeMay? <laughs> I mean, that's literally just, okay, we don't have guns, but we can uh, try and get them into get them into here, and then just use f actual guns to go around their hole. You, my magic shield can stop facers. Gun. Yeah. What if you pretend to have gun? <laughs> Is that good enough? So, okay. What do you think happens if Technobabble goes too far? Because this is all fun and everything, but you, at some point, it does get, like, too far up its own ass. You get Doctor Who. No, no, Doctor Who doesn't give a shit. Yeah, they actively refuse it. They, they deny uh, anything. So I don't... I'm trying to think of something that went too far. Star Trek in some places, I guess? Yeah, Star Trek has probably gone too far with it in some places. Um... There is when... Oh, I know one. Hideo Kojima. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes! Not even one specific example, just him in general. Hideo Nanomachines Kojima. Yeah. Hey, did you know that uh, fucking Monster Hunter made a monster from Monster Hunter caused the creation of... Metal Gear, but also it wasn't it was. some Monster Hunter monster, it was also a voodoo zombie monster from Monster Hunter. What? So there is another, I don't know if this is considered a techno babble or not, but it, it has fallen in its own ass. Pokemon. The Pokemon lore. Oh. I, I don't know if that counts or not, though. Maybe, I mean... It's eh. not techno, techno babble, but it is... Fall. It, it is the well. What if we just have God and we have like this rock and like you can like make God fall asleep real good and then you can like dream eat God until it dies. What I mean, that's just <laughs> technically that's just messing with the game mechanics. I think. Okay. They do have other dimensional Pokemans. I know that. I mean, <laughs> there's a good chance that um, there's a good chance that. The Pokemon that people go, oh, it's the antimatter Pokemon is actually the Graviton Pokemon. Okay. What? Hold on, I stepped away for a second. <laughs> How did we get from Kojima to Pokemon? Mr. J said Pokemon for Techno Babble. I don't know if they are Techno Babble because they are in its own ass a, I mean, a lot of times. Sorta. I mean, they are liberally stealing things. 
they're literally going, okay, uh, what form of alchemy are we stealing today? I got nothing. That's not a joke. They literally, they liberally steal all sorts of stuff from alchemy. To... Oh, I don't doubt that. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's they got all kinds of mythology and stuff in Pokemon as it is. Yeah, like half of them are based off of Japanese mythology. Half of them, and the other half are letters are al- based off of alchemy, Japanese mythology. Some shit. Some guy just decided to doodle, and then it went out of control. Um, How do we sell more video games? Yeah, referencing what one of the latest. Um, the latest Pokemon literally has two Pokemons that are in one based in Spain, and two, these two Pokemons that are like, you know, the biggest highlight of that area are literal motorcycles. Oh, yeah. And you can ride them, they can transform her. Yeah. They go around, they run around, you run around on their back and just. Like a motorcycle, even it even has wheels on their bodies, but they don't use the wheels. They just <laughs> look, they just look like motorcycles, but with four legs. Now, Mister J, you just brought what? up Transformers. <laughs> I think yes. Transformers is an excellent example of where techno babble can be used so subtly that it doesn't it doesn't sound like techno babble, but it is. Yeah. Where the Transformers themselves are inorganic, machine-based life forms, right? Yeah. And they explain how they get their life. What gives them is the AllSpark. What the fuck is it? Nobody knows. But it sounds just technical and pseudo-mystical enough that it's it, you can go with it. And I think that's when, when Technobabble is done properly and brilliantly... It doesn't sound like technobabble. It sounds like something that's just natural and organically a part of the setting. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the important thing I think is in order to do technobabble right, everyone in the setting has to believe it entirely. No one can like throw it under the bus. Or when it's good tech, well, no, not quote unquote good technobabble, but um have there well, I mean it's like <sighs> It's like, it's like um, thaumaturgy, or the science of magic. Like, you, who cares? I do enjoy uh, when I want you to. I want you to stop and think about what you just said. The science of magic. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what thaumaturgy is about. Is just those words together? It's dissecting in universe or in our. As described, thaumaturgy is supposedly the scientific method taken to the concept of magic. For As far as I know, magic is bullshit. I also live on the reservation and surrounded by weird shit that I really can't explain, even though I, I can't just go say, oh, it's meth, and move on to certain things. Thor said it in the first movie, you know, what you call magic, I, we call science. Yeah. Like, um, like sometimes a lot of people get get messages from from dead people, like how my dad had 
claimed to have a phone call with his dead aunt, and then he woke up from a dream, and how I had a conversation with my dad one last time after he died. Of course, it could just be my brain making bullshit up to comfort me, but I don't know. Or that sighting of yeah. little people we keep hearing about in the mountains. Not like oh, we should. Kids, we, should but, um, we should talk about aliens at some point. Aliens are very fun and funny. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, uh, like, not um, alien life forms. You mean literal like aliens like came to visit Earth? Yes, like the human perspective perspective of aliens, like oh. how we see them. Those are very fun. I love them. Uh, the pop culture aliens or yes. cryptids. The the like the pop culture perspective of aliens. Like the greys, basically. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, that could be an interesting <laughs> episode. Put it on the list, I guess. Yep. Because I do know for a fact, Mr. Crispy himself really is interested in aliens. All right. I hear aliens. Are you, in fact, in interested in aliens, Mr. Kraut? Uh, as a matter of fact, I am. But that is going to be a massive conversation if we get more into that. Yes, because I have ideas. We're putting it on the list. Yeah, it is on the list. I'm putting Alrighty. it now. Oh, mm. you're, yeah, okay, never mind. Yep. Okay, yes. so aliens, what else? Oh, oh. Are we just spitballing ideas for episodes or are we done with Technobabble? Um, I'm... Actually, let's, let's do the final thoughts. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep, final thoughts on Technobabble. Uh, Technobabble is good. If done right, don't overdo it. Um, keep it enough where it helps push your story and is believable. And if you can't technobabble it away, just say, I have no idea what's going on, but when I press this button, this happens. So I'm going to keep pressing this button because what happens is what I like. Yeah, just remember to always reverse the polarity on your tunneling neutrino beam uh, when you're using it to scan subspace for your uh, quantum uh, tachyon uh, bubbles. Yeah. And most importantly, yeah, what he said. ask an engineer to make your techno babble for you because we can do it better than anyone else because we deal with this shit. Or a scientist. Please. Or because it's your job already. Yep. You know, it's you know, it's like a good idea to, when you're writing about something, to get a consultant because it looks yeah. like it makes you look like an asshole when you don't. She Hulk. It's why Scrubs is the best doctor show because they have actual medical shit in it. And if you want a science show, you need actual science shit in it. Yeah. Salt this hand eggplant. <laughs> this has been the Ox Unplugged. Peace. I can't believe I taped over the yodeling championships for that. Oh well, heading to Waffle House.